Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about The Expanse Season 3 Episode 6, it's called Immolation. So, full spoilers for the episode as always. This is the episode they hit us with after we find out it might be done. This one. Yeah. This one might be the best episode of the show so far. Yeah, bastards. <laughs> <laughs> this was fantastic from start to finish. I hate yeah. you so much, I I hate you so much. <laughs> we better save this. Someone, Amazon, you pricks. Did, did you see how they've been getting really creative with the I saw the, the, the plane the campaign. Yeah, yeah the, the, plane. The, the, the plane message. Yeah, uh, that was that was pretty good because the actress who plays a uh, drummer uh, took a photo. With it. You can barely see it in the photo. You can sort of, like, if you squint, you can kind of see the plane. <laughs> like it's, yeah. it's really far away, but like still, the, 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 all the same. Uh, yeah. It's good stuff. Nah, nah. So obviously, obviously, I wanted to continue in this yeah, episode. I, I don't care who it is. They can have my money. Just, <laughs> just keep it coming. Yes. Oh god. Also, just just to add on, like this happened last year, where an episode in the middle. Last year it was episode five. This year it's episode six. Where it oddly felt like a season finale in the middle of the season. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if this was the end of the second book. Because that, that, that explained it last year. Because last year, the one that felt like a finale was like, okay, that's the end of the first book. So that's why it feels that way. Right. The ending of this episode feels like that could be the end of a book. It does kind of, yeah. No, there's definitely... Now, people who've read the books may tell us we're, we're nuts. This is not. But given that it kind of, at least as far as we can tell, puts an end to the war, and that the book was called Caliban's War... I've, I'm feeling fully confident, and then the, the, the tease at the end with the, this new proto-ship that comes out of Venus, that feels like a hey, next book. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it does feel like that. In our case, it's hey, next week. Yeah, yeah it is, is sequel bait at, at it its is. finest. Yeah, but we're, actually, I loved how we got like a, a different version of the main theme, like just, just the uh, the vocals of it. Yeah. Uh, as it was coming out of Venus, and then got, got the credits. And also, first of all, they left Amos with the kids, Secondly, when he dropped the F bomb in front of them, I was like, just, just, just like, so, so, what the F is it, that? It took me a moment because when he said that, and I was, I assumed there was someone off camera, and then it cuts around. And I'm like, no, it's just the kids. I'm like, okay, Amos, yeah, y- you do your parenting thing. Speaking of Amos, here's something I love about this. I love so this episode largely revolves around them because obviously we left last episode. The big thing in the ships happened, the mutiny, all that. But we're left with them almost just getting into the base on Io. And here we are. So this is what we're mostly focused on. There's obviously there's some stuff with the, the Agatha King as well. But that we're still, it's all just this condensed. And I, I remember saying this a lot in season one and season two. But I'd kind of forgotten about it in the year since. Because obviously we watched one right before two. So this was the first time we actually had the big gap. Uh, it's just how good this show is. It kind of naturally built into things. And because there was a few episodes, like, episodes like three, four even to an extent, it was, they were kind of quieter episodes, and I think I'd forgotten how good this show was of like, no, no, we're going to force action stuff into every episode. We'll build it and build it, and then when we naturally get there, you'll get your action episode, or episodes uh, in this yeah, case. Yeah, I remember there being a trend of it being every three or four. Yeah. Like, typically. But it always feels like it's really worth the payoff, and it always has a bit more weight to it because they've spent time building up to it. And everything in this had weight behind it. Every mm. interaction between characters, every payoff to everything we've been building towards. So here's what I love. I love a lot of things. I love everything about this episode. I'm going to gush all over it. I'm just going to warn you right now. But one of the things, the thing that stuck out to me that I loved the most, because it's, this, it's the thing that... 
I wouldn't say surprised me in terms of this show, but it surprised me in the sense that of how I expect it to normally go on a TV show. As Strickland tries to weasel out, he shoots the other doctor and then tries to pretend that he was the one defending the kids. He, he tries to like convince them that he... And I was getting some like Dr. Smith vibes from uh, Lost in Space a little yeah, bit with this. Yeah. He, he puts up a good effort. He does. And in most shows, that would work. In most shows, that would work and there'd be a, a bit of time with him with the, the crew and we would know he's up to no good, but the crew wouldn't quite know yet. And it'd be that sort of tension of like when they're going to find out, and it's fine. That, that's a fine path to go down if yeah, you want to do wrong that. With that. But I kind of love that he tried, and they just weren't buying it. They just call him on his shit. Yeah, and you know, obviously Prax is about to like he's like, "Hey Amos, like, hey, hey me, go go with Amos, like, you know, he's my best friend in the world." And obviously Amos's face when he said that I was like, "You could have just said friend," but he's like, "Best friend in the world, what?" Yeah, we yeah. have bonded, haven't we, Prax? Uh, <laughs> so I go with him, and I'm like, oh man, he's, he's going to just shoot him. He's like, because even though he's trying to bullshit his way, he still took his daughter here. Like, it doesn't matter what he's been doing. Since. And even in this, you know, up till this scene, it's like, okay, did did they already go through with it or well, not? I was waiting to see at the end when he's hugging her in the bed and she's getting her backpack back. I was waiting for the little bit of blue. To, I was too. I was the whole episode. I'm on edge. I'm like. I don't know if they got there in time because they really hold it back, don't they? But you know what I love about it is I love that if if there isn't now and this this is us, like they've just they've, they've saved her and she's fine. I, that actually feels like a swerve almost. That they, no, they they saved her. Like I'm so used to things going wrong that no, this was a win. We got something so, in the win I, column. I think I think it's passable because okay, the the promoter has all the other stuff going on now with this mm. episode. You can kind of get away with okay, we don't need this one route anymore. You oh, exactly, can have that yeah. one win because everything else is screwed. Exactly, exactly. So that's to give us a at least as far as we can tell right now, a happy enough ending. Yes. Uh, so I I am happy with that. But no, I, I love that Prax is going to shoot him anyway. And you knew Amos because Amos like he comes in and he loves the gun. He's like, hey Doc, you're not that guy. And I'm like. He's going to say, but I am. He's going to say, but I am. As soon as he walks out and he shuts the door so you know he's going to do it. And he just sort of slowly turns and, and Strickland's like, oh, thank you. And then he just, as Amos says, he's like, oh, no, wait. Oh, no. And he's yeah. like, I am that guy. <laughs> he just brings up his rifle and blows him away. It's so good. It's so good. Because the whole time I was like, shoot him, kill him, do it. Because we know that he's been vicious. We know that he's not been protecting the kids. We know that he's the one who's been pushing for them. Uh, I mean, we saw in this episode alone, he's like, oh, sacrifice half the crew to, like, so we can get away. Like, that's his attitude in this episode. He's a weasel. That was satisfying as shit. It was, yeah, absolutely. It's It's been a long time coming. But where where you go where you go next? So obviously Prax gets his daughter back. That's a touching moment because uh, they neatly I noticed that they were hiding her because I could see her like behind the group, but the camera was very intentionally not making it kind of like, she wasn't the attention. And yeah, you get a little anxious, don't you? Yeah. Like, uh oh, is she is she still okay? Yeah, and then she like just sort of peeks out behind the other kid, and it's like, oh no, we're actually doing it. We're having the reunion, and no, I, 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 everything about that was so satisfying. Um, speaking of satisfying, can we talk about Draper? Can we can we talk about I oh let's talk about Draper. Everything, everything. Oh, there's a there's a hybrid up ahead. Right, you guys go get the kids and stuff. I'll hold this off. And of course, even if Vassaral is like, "Hey, this won't bring back your other Marines," and she's like, "For the one thing in life, shut the f up." And she's like, "No, I'm fight, I'm fighting this hybrid." Uh, she uses her, her thrusters to like, get up the ladder quickly. And see when they get outside, and it's like running across all the the, the sort of the industrial. Like, yeah, I love that shot of her jumping across with you know using oh, the thruster to get across a yeah, bit, and, and then, then she the lands on the knee. Goes. 
Yeah. So yeah, it's when she comes across and she lands in the knee like a superhero. It's like, it's the Superman landing of going it down is. in the knee, is it, or even Iron Man maybe is a bit more accurate. But uh, all of that was great. It was it was so fun. Um, I loved it when she's down and out after getting attacked uh, when it jumps from behind and we come back to her. You know, we've been been away from her for so long that when it cut back to her lying there with the proto hybrid, I was like, oh yeah, Draper. Ah, I forgot about this. Like <laughs> I was so caught up in everything else. You that was forgot going about all that huge gun chasing thing. Yeah, uh, and just the satisfaction is like she's like, just come on, do it. She's basically doing the the Arnold thing from Predator. I'm right here, do it, kill me. I'm right here. She's basically doing that. Uh, not not because she's got a plan that she's going to enact, just because she thinks it's over. Uh, yeah. But she gets her hand up just to like blast him, and I love that she just fires like twenty rounds in the back of his head, and you just see the back of his head is just gone. It is. Uh, it looks fantastic. Which, of course, happens because uh, he's distracted, actually, which is worth mentioning. He, he kind of looks up. Um, yeah. Because this is the kid. The kid just looks like the, the hybrid now from, you know, last season. He looks like that. Yeah, I, I think it's it's pretty dark when you, you look at it in the sense that, yeah, okay, Bobby just killed a kid. <laughs> yeah, she just blew a kid's head purposes. off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we see her, you know, at the end when they get her back in the ship and she is bruised to shit. Yeah. Uh, in the med bay so I, I did see some people uh, tweeting uh, at the author going hey they're not really going to address that she killed a kid yeah because it doesn't really delve into it and I don't think it has to because no, it's not no, a kid I anymore no I, that was the thing his his response was hey it's a war everyone in a war is someone's kid you don't look at it like that way <laughs> in in wartime that's would, like from a soldier's perspective i mean i would even th- i mean i don't even think you have to go down that path at, at this point it's a monster who's going to rip her head off i don't think no <laughs> you, i don't think it's justified yeah I, I don't think you have to have the debate this was there's, technically there's no a kid. saving this kid right it's like okay kids are dead this, this is uh, like the hit television show buffer the vampire slayer once they become a vampire they're already dead the vampire's fair game kill them Except in certain exceptions. Okay, so two very specific exceptions. Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, you know, just want to put that out there. Where, where souls may have been reinstated, but outside of those very specific exceptions, the yeah, fair game kill. Yeah, you know, stab them. <laughs> With a wooden stake in the heart. Yeah. Ah, exactly. Or decapitation, uh, or burn them, or get them in sunlight. I would water. love to see them try all those methods on a, on a hybrid. <laughs> uh, it was pretty, bound to work. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. Um, but hey, so no, the Draper stuff was fun. That was just like the. I mean, there was a lot of solid action in this episode, but that was the highlight, I think, of the action. Oh, uh, uh, just right from the start, her charging down the hallway with the guns. Yeah, it has that great mix of like the sound effect of the suit sounds great for a star, but it also has that you almost feel like you're in Doom. Like it's got a very Doom like sort of her uh, helmet. Yeah. And then you get the POV shot, and she has the reverse camera. She so can see it chasing behind her, mm-hmm. like all that stuff. And then she's been very tactical about how she was like, using the ladder and getting outside. I mean, it was all a bit futile, but she still won in the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she did her best, and it paid off. So no, I all that stuff was driven. I, I, just just to put into perspective, before it took an entire ship to blast one of these things, you know, takes her on her own. I mean, barely, but yeah, she did it. She did it. It counts. It counts. No, you're right. She, she can she can add that to the tally. You're right. Uh, so no, I love it. And you know, they've got Mo. Uh, you know, uh, holding grabs him. 
There they've mm-hmm. got him trapped. Uh, we have the big scene where the, the Alex tries to shoot down all the pods that are leaving the, the station. Uh, he does not get all of them, though. He runs out of ammo before, you know, he, he gets some of them. And the uh, Agatha King gets infected. And we, I love, actually, because they're explaining to Vassarala, like, anyone on that show, I wouldn't want to be on there. Like, they're screwed. And it cuts to Cotty, I thought that was a really neat cut. It was like, okay, because we hadn't seen him in this episode yet. So it was a hard cut from that sense. It was a really nice uh, link thematically. Well, it was a really strong link because yeah. you know it's it's that one person that she cares about more than anyone on there. Yeah, uh, and then of course we have the random ki- you know uh, soldier who's on there, and she she gets infected and you know get lets him out. And we don't see much of him, but we obviously he eventually is like okay. The only way to solve this is to with a nuke. So I'm, I'm rigging I'm rigging the the, the, the the engines and stuff to to go nuclear. That's happening. Of course, at this point, uh, Naomi and Alex are on the ship because Avasarala deduces that they're sending these to Mars to re- ruin Mars uh, because this is you know technically coming from like Aaron Wright. Yeah, I mean, not, not directly, is, but for all intents and purposes, this is in Earth's interests. Yeah, th- th- this is the seedier part of Earth. This is. All yeah. them, and it's going towards going towards Mars. And Alice, says, oh, no, we have we have to stop it. And everyone agrees, like you know, Naomi's like, oh, you can't go alone. Like a Varsarala, man the ship. That, that was a bad idea, Naomi. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> but still, she, she doesn't. Times. She doesn't blow it up, so I'll give her credit. So we're yeah, okay. Yeah. Points for you. But they go over, and like she disables like one of them. She's like, yeah, I'll have to do each of these one by one, and that'll take a long time. And then it's like, oh no, ten minutes till nuclear detonation. All right, um, <laughs> we have to go. <laughs> yeah, but they actually, because I, I was thinking, oh, this is setting up the plot for the next episode. Next episode, they're going to chase down the the pods and try and shoot them down and stuff. Uh, but no, it's actually it becomes this thing where it ties up the whole idea that she went to the, the Bell and Fred Johnson behind their backs, where she says, "Look, here's an idea: the missiles that like Fred Johnson took from before, he can use them to shoot them down if we give them the because she turns on all the transponders so that they can find them." And it's like, but I won't just do this alone. Like I've learned my lesson. Like everyone has to agree to it. But like, everyone who's in, and, and and they acknowledge the risk that he could just instead of shooting them down, just capture them and keep it for could. himself. Uh, but from what we see, it doesn't seem that's the case. It seems like he does go through with it and shoots them down. He's, uh, a, he's a sensible man. Well, because Naomi even uh, presents it to him as, "Hey, you you can get us on a higher stage with Earth and Mars." Because they'll, you know, you'll be seen as important after this. Plus, you're also saving lives. You're also doing something good. Um, and I, I think Fred, because Fred's not, um, you know, Jared Harris. <laughs> I always forget his yeah. name. Uh, but Jared Harris, he's not him. Like he, he's more like this, the political seamer. Fred Johnson feels like he does have more of a moral behind him. He does, because we went over his whole, you know, his, his whole backstory. Yeah, the before. Yeah, yeah, and it it was a case of just what he had to do, at least from his perspective. But he never got any pleasure in that. He doesn't want to take lives. That's not his goal. He's not being yeah. vindictive about it. And it's funny because it parallels really nicely with um, Gillis because, we, I mean, he's always he's felt like a puppet for a while, right, in terms mm. of he's not the one with the beliefs. The people around him are, and then he kind of is convinced to, to whatever way he's, he's pulled in. Yeah, the whims of the day. And Anna comes in and shows him the footage of Aaron Wright. They confront Aaron Wright. I actually, I loved that when Aaron Wright comes in and he's like confronted by Gillis and then they, you just hear Anna's voice and it's revealed that she's sitting over on the couch way, way back. We didn't see her at first. I, I like that. Uh, he's, he's been ambushed almost. And they're basically like, hey, right, you're, you know, this is treason. And Aaron Wright, for all his faults, and he has a fault here, he does step in and say... You only care about yourself. You you cared about protecting you. I cared about protecting Earth. And obviously his methods, his means are wildly 
like you know wrong inappropriate in yeah. so many ways but I, I you I, I believe that he believes he's doing the right thing and it's funny because when he said that I'm like oh maybe this will be like a little prod for Gillis to to maybe like assert himself and say no wait I do have a stance I'm going to like you know prove myself but then comes the conversation with Anna afterwards which just like is so demoralizing because like okay we won the fight we should have won here but I'm still concerned about him now <laughs> because yeah. he, he basically says to Anna, oh, like, my legacy was going to be that I'd started this bloody war and I'd, you know, killed thousands of people. But now that's all in our right. Thank you. And that's all he's happy about. He's happy that he's passed the buck and now he yeah. won't be blamed for any of this. And the look in Anna's face is soul-destroying. And I'm like, no, oh, that's man. It. That's, that's the best guy. He's not happy that, we could, you know, oh, we could have avoided this, that, okay, problem solved. It's just like, ah, not my fault anymore. That's cool. Whatever. Yeah. That's his whole thing. And it's like, damn. So, that, that, that was good. Like, I feel like this episode, like, every plot thread paid off in some way in this episode. Finding May after all this time. Uh, Strickland getting shot. Great. Yeah. Katya being on, on the ship. Katya being on the ship. He has his big exit. His big grand heroic exit. Um, and it's way emotional when he's like, because he doesn't even know if Vassarel is watching him. He's just he's, he's got the comms on to warn all the ships around him. Yeah, and and she's trying to like you know like let me talk to him. I can get him to stand down. Yeah, but you know he, he's turned off the the comms at his end to to have that communication. And it's just, it's just you know like all this stuff, and then of course uh, Naomi's great payoff to like sort of like hey crew, we all have to be in this decision. Like all of it pays off. It is so it was such a strong episode and paying everything off and um. I, I really feel like no plot thread was left. Like obviously we have the one big, the Venus ship, but Aaron Wright's right, in prison. That's the epilogue. Yeah, rather. Aaron Wright's been in, in custody for what he's done. Yeah. Uh, you know they've got Mao on the ship. In fact, I love that Holden comes in and just sits him down in front of a Vassarala. Right, here's your punishment. You yeah. have to listen to a Vassarala for the rest of your life. <laughs> there you go. That is cruel. I like Vassarala, but that is cruel. <laughs> so just going to sit there and belittle him forever. You're a that, puny that, little man, you know that? That might be inhumane. You cretin. I want, that's what I want next episode to be, just an hour of them in a room in a Vassarala just telling him how, how awful he is and just making fun of him. That so, sounds amazing to watch. Uh, cathartic, cathartic episode, I think, coming up. I know, I agree. But uh, you're right, you know, on all those plot threads, you know, you know, Strickland's been dealt with. You know, everything has got its, its due here. And more to the point, not only are they all wrapped up and dealt with, they're all wrapped up satisfyingly. They were. I think this is why it feels like this is the end of the the, the second book, right? It does, because yeah. Everything had a neat thing, and then it's like, okay, here's an epilogue setting up some seeds. You know, we had the the ship, we have the scene with Naomi and Holden, hmm. and it's just like, okay, we 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 got somewhere to go. I also liked that it reminded us of the Venus stuff uh, subtly because at one point in the uh, the hybrid's eye, you could see it. Yeah. As it as it was pulling out, and that was a really nice little touch. It was like, hey, it reminds you that they're all connected, and it. You know, this hybrid's also communicating with the rest of the proto molecule, but also reminds you, hey, this this is going on in Venus. This is relevant for later. So, mm. again, neat neat little way of tracking that. Obviously, just the, the action to go back to the, the filmmaking with all that stuff was really great. Um, no, this was this this is easily maybe the quickest an episode of this show has ever went in. Yeah, um, the only ones that maybe come close are the the chase sequence ones. You know, just oh the, sure, just yeah. Cases. Because they they go in pretty quick as well. Because uh, yeah. right from the start, it was giving me those like sort of uh, 
your alien slash Mass Effect vibes of you're at this outpost on an otherwise desolate planet and you're you're searching for it and they're there in the aftermath of something. It's, it's all the sort of things I love. Uh, when no, it comes it's, to... it's it's something this show has done like once per season, maybe maybe twice yeah. here or there. It's it's not a, a common occurrence that we get this tone. Yeah, but it'll dip into like classic sci-fi uh, yeah. genre tropes I'm here or there. I'm thinking like the the end of season one. Yes, like that was the first time we really did it. I think. Yeah, those last two episodes, but they're all in that on the on Eros, and it's like a yeah. horror movie almost. Yeah, now and this wasn't so much like a horror movie. I mean, the hybrid arguably was a little bit, but th- this was more like if the end of season one was Alien, this was Aliens. <laughs> this was like <laughs> just Draper on her own. Like this time, it's more bitches. I'm coming for you. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I, yeah, Drape, Draper's basically every colonial marine from Aliens rolled into one. That's basically what she is, and I'm okay with that. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> all, all I need is making the apone speeches, assholes and elbows, all that. Yeah, uh, give it time. I'm all for it. Uh, so, no, this, this was a blast of an episode. And, of course, we should speculate as to the the ship, we'll call it, coming off of Venus at the end. Yeah, it, it seems very ship-like, doesn't it? It does. And, it you know, reminds I, me you know, the, the ones that they parked up in orbit. You know where they were sending the probes down from. Mm-hmm. Kind of looks more like those if, if I'm if I'm remembering them right. It, well, it looks like that, but like heavily added to and modified and right. But, I mean, as a as a core concept, because obviously it, it's learned, it's based off something. I yeah. think it's based off those versions. Yeah, because it's funny because I, I think the comments, you know, commenters who have read the books and stuff. Uh, I've been saying that we're pretty close to the show kind of being blown open a little bit. Like there's, you know, a, a new door is going to open that's going to really widen the scope of things, and I can't help but, and I kind of always assumed it would do this eventually. But whatever this is, in some way, is either going to lead to either another race or just direct contact from where the probe molecule came from. Even if it's not going to go straight to that, but that's where it's going, or that's where its uh, uh, goal that, is. That makes sense. It's this is now you know a, a new party to contend with. Um, I, I mean, I think we spoke about this before at some point, but the fact that it's called the Expanse—the idea that we're at this weird stepping stone in like history, where they're about to like stumble into an intergalactic something bigger. No, you're yeah, right. And you know, around, it's yeah. something that's like, does this unite the solar system? Essentially, uh, eventually, maybe, uh, maybe not. Maybe they'll just all be at each other's throats while they're dealing with this. Maybe... Uh, I'm just thinking, you know, in terms of most sci-fi, the idea is once we get intergalactic. You know, Earth kind of unites, right? It's just, oh, it's mm. just Earth. There's not all these other countries. I mean, they, they still exist, but there's one unified front. Yeah. Com- and yeah, it, 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 the same thing could happen here. It's like, okay, there's something bigger. Do we go, well, we're all we're all human and link up? Oh, very possibly. That's a classic thing. I mean, it's just what it, it they, is, yeah. the end of Watchmen's based off of that. The... There's just the idea of the other one. Once you have a, a third group, ultimately the two original groups will start to feel that they've got some camaraderie because yeah, they, they existed it's, together it's before. A, it's just tribalism at a massive level. It's you know the idea of two two cities that are rivals, but then as soon as you go, you know, oh, but they're in the same state, and then it's like, oh, but they'll have a rivalry against the next state over, but they'll they'll side together on that, and you know, then you extrapolate out to country and etc. No, 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 that, uh, absolutely so. Uh, I can see it going that way. Maybe that will be part of the fun, is seeing how the Bell, Earth, and Mars kind of collaborate on dealing with something else like this. Uh, yeah. That's it. I don't see us jumping straight to in this oh, episode. Oh, no, not, I, not immediately. But yeah. I think 
I think with uh, Avasarala being in the the situation is she is that we've kind of opened the door for diplomacy a bit more. Yeah, no, that makes sense. It definitely feels like we're all going to be in a new place with it, and it does make me wonder if like Avasarala and Draper are going to be leaving the ship and going back to like doing whatever they were doing, uh, or maybe Draper will stay. Maybe Avasarala, but no, hey, I want this team to be like the team who goes out and like does things for me. So Draper, you stay with them. It's kind of their, their own personal, yeah, you know, like Black Ops team. Kinda, it's kind of, it's kind of like Cotyar, but like now it's a whole ship full of people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and speaking of leaving the ship, Naomi's saying that she she might be done. That's true. Yeah, they have a very very naked uh, scene together. Yeah, together. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, that's that's like get up put a sheet over them. <laughs> no, <laughs> just apparently it's not cold on the ship. Just 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 ass in my face. I'm not I'm yeah. not really complaining. I'm just <laughs> it, it, it stuck out to me is what I'm saying. It's just like oh that's there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, now she, she's like yeah it's time. So I, I mean at the very least it feels like a status quo shift is going to be happening where she might be with the belt. She might be with Fred and Drummer and whatever they're up to. Maybe maybe Draper essentially replaces her on the ship. Yeah, um, I, I can see it. I don't know if Prax is going to stick around because you'd imagine Prax would want to go with his daughter and you know keep, take those kids, those kids somewhere. Yeah. yeah. And again, yeah. maybe maybe May will be this show's Wesley Crusher. Maybe we'll, we'll keep the kid around. Like who knows? Maybe. Uh, I'm thinking. Okay, who if if Naomi does leave to to join the belt, who who do we have on the ship for belt representation? Because right now we've got you know we've got oh, Earth with Holden and Amos. We've got you know we've got Mars with Alex specifically, but. Yeah, uh, you know, Bobby as well. So. Maybe we get a new person. Maybe someone like I don't know. Do, do, you know, if, if if Naomi goes and works with Fred, does does Drummer then volunteer or be asked to? I'd be intrigued to see as to how they justify bringing on someone new because you know, like I, said, I think the the balance of the ship is quite important. That they, yeah, you know, they're all fair. represented. It, it gives them a even stake in the things. But yeah, I who they would you know replace it with and it feel natural yeah um well it's funny though because the, the, the two guys from earth uh amos especially doesn't really have very fun things to say about Earth. <laughs> he's got a very neutral he, amos is almost the, the neutral person in, in, a, in a lot of ways he is kind of yeah which is kind of kind of funny to me um but no, no, that's, 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 a, that's a good point. But I'm curious to see. It, it does feel like a shake-up of some kind. It does feel like we're going to be shifting the status quo a little bit. And I don't think we're going to lose any characters in the sense that we won't see them. I think they'll have their own plots. Like Kind of like how we usually have a Vassarell on Earth and we'd have Miller yeah, on the there's, stations. There's no reason for them to be yeah. gone for the show unless for what it, you know, unless the plot goes somewhere else that we're not seeing uh, you know, and they've got a reason to be done. But right now, leaving the ship does not mean leaving the show. Because I think what's interesting to me is that when we started the show, we kind of formed who was a group, and then we had Miller and we had a Vassarell on, on the different places. But now I feel like the, the, what would make the rest of the season and perhaps future stories interesting would be that okay, now if we do have Naomi on the in the belt, right, on you know, on Tycho or wherever, like it'd be interesting that okay, now we have someone separate there, but someone who is already connected to all of our other characters, so it's someone who would actually call them. If, if something goes wrong, yeah. we'd care about them differently. No, we cared about Miller, of course, but he would never pick up the, the, the comm link and, and call Holden for something. But yeah. Naomi might. Like, Naomi would be like, oh, my team's out there, my Rassi team's out there, I can right. call them. And, for... and, as, and in the, the same stroke, once Avasaral is back on Earth, she can do the same. Like, it's like exactly, okay, yeah. I, I need some uh, you know, trustworthy assistance you know, outside the system. 
Exactly. Yeah, I, f- I feel like we'll have a much more connected uh, thread between yeah. all the different plots, even if they are going to be separate for long stretches of time. Definitely. So, no, that's very interesting. Uh, and we care about all the characters, and of, of course, so... Um, no, it's really, really interesting stuff. And uh, I can see Anna and Avasarala uh, being good buddies and teaming up and try mm. to deal with Gillis's shit. <laughs> yeah, basically it'll just be them running the the the, the government, just not publicly. Very, very possibly. We'll, we'll see where that goes. Um, uh, but no, it's a fantastic episode. I really, I have, I have really nothing. I mean, a couple of the outside shots in the station when Draper was fighting the protomocule, sure. A little bit green screeny, sure. If you want to sure, get in that picky. Yeah. But, like, that's, a, that's about it. That's my, that is the extent of my negative complaints. Uh, overall, though. As opposed to the positive complaints, which don't exist. Yeah, it mostly looked pretty great. Yeah, one or two oh, yeah. shots in particular where you're like, eh. But yeah, nothing, yeah, yeah. nothing that bad. Uh, no, fantastic. Uh, so uh, let me just reiterate what I said at the start. Someone pick this up. Keep this going. I've been seeing articles all over the place. Slash Film put an article uh, just today or yesterday saying, oh, like the, the expanse is too good to let go. And there was a big big piece on it. Look, like, here's the, the ideal situation right now mm-hmm. is the reason it's taking so long to hear anything is that there's a bidding war going on between Amazon and Netflix. That would be the hope. That would be the hope. Um, or against, or anyone else. Like whoever wants to bid uh, sure. for it. They're, yeah. they're just the two front runners at the moment based on you know what, who has rights in various places. It anyway. is worth mentioning, I believe, the petition, which everyone should go check out. I mean, I'm not usually one to promote petitions, but I feel like when it comes to a TV show being saved, it is the sort of thing where they can look at it and go, oh, hey, there's X thousand people it, who care it's, about it's it. It's funny. Five years ago, I'd have said don't bother. But then last year we had the outcry for Timeless. And that last week back. we had Brooklyn Nine. I was Nine-Nine. getting to that one. I was, I was getting there. You know, last year, but last year, Timeless was an anomaly, right? Yeah. It was like, oh, that's weird. But the, the point I was going to make though is that it, I believe it succeeded the number that Brooklyn Nine Nine had. Okay. And obviously, I, I like Brooklyn Nine. In fact, I just started rewatching Brooklyn Nine Nine from the start, uh, with with hopes of you know watching all the way through to 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 where it is now at least if not yeah. season 6 depending on how quickly I go given it's a sitcom I'll probably be done before season 6 is that and that's not hit it in fall that'll be a bit later so oh there you go there you go so uh, but the, the passion is definitely there um, and obviously I, I've tweeted at Amazon a couple of times already yeah. just, just basically I want them to think it's a you know worth the money just to shut me up that is that's the hope no, it's true. I, I will say it is nice to know that they've said that e- even if this doesn't get picked up anywhere else, this season does end on a, a reasonable place to end it. Like it feels like not not a satisfying conclusion overall, but it's not a huge big cliffhanger thing that's like, hey, come back next time. Yes, but I, I'd rather love and hope that we continue. In some I, I would too, but I, there's just something in the back of my mind where I, went, where I go... Well, at least there's something. It's too good. It's just, it's just too damn good. We can't let it go. Uh, so, yeah, tweet, tweet at Amazon, tweet at Netflix, uh, t- do all your tweets, sign a petition, uh, obviously, you know, go out and buy Blu-rays, buy it on iTunes, do everything, all of it. Yeah. <laughs> do all yes. of it. Stream um, it, streaming wherever you are. Yeah, yes, just st- stream it, buy it, watch it, watch it multiple times. Here's, a, here's an interesting thing, actually, I, I, I didn't know. Uh, is that if you watch it and then you DVR it as well and watch it again in the first three days, it counts for both the live and the plus three 
it yeah. counts twice. Yeah. Uh, I discovered that this week. Uh, that's it. I, I'm pretty sure that only counts though if you've got a Nielsen box, so I'm not even sure if that's applicable to everyone. I if you've got a Nielsen box, watch it, you bastards. I think, it, I think it's a bit different with the, the DVR numbers. Well, that makes sense, but I'm saying it wouldn't count twice though if you're not on a Nielsen box. No, the, it would only count for yeah. the once for the DVR, but not for the live. So if you've got a Nielsen box, just turn it on. Yeah. <laughs> if you've got multiple Nielsen boxes, turn them all on to it. Anyway, that is, uh, that is the expads. That is episode six of season three. Fantastic episode. Uh, so we'll see you next week and see sort of what the fresh beginning of the middle of season three is. And we can hopefully maybe have good news. I feel like because there's half a season left to air, I think they're going to hold back. The, any good news that is put in place, I feel like they'll wait until it's either nearly over or after it's finished before they tell us. Quite possibly. Uh, I, I just... Uh, maybe as well, you know, the, the all the, the the talk about it. I know um, Brooklyn Nine Nine, like everyone's streaming it again now, right? Everyone's going and watching it mm-hmm. because everyone was talking about it. And if people do the same with this back half of the season of Expanse, if the numbers shoot up, even if they haven't got a deal in place by the end of the season, that's something where they can well, hand to them and go look at the numbers. Here's the thing, uh, Cass Anver, who plays uh, Alex said that he spoke to someone at Sci-Fi, and apparently they're not necessarily against changing their minds. Here's the thing, though. I don't want that to happen. Uh, because if Sci-Fi changed their minds, okay, we'll get another season, but how long is it going to last if they've already cancelled once? You don't trust them on it, right? I don't trust them. I want it to go to a safer home, as my hope. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so, yeah, just, just do what you can. Watch, watch the show, goddammit. Anyway, which you obviously are if you're watching this, because... Duh. Anyway, uh, that is uh, The Expanse, uh, episode 6 of season 3. Let us know what you thought of this one in the comments below. Like and subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on the Twitters at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the channel, head over to patreon.com slash mailedfuzztv. But otherwise, that is us. Um, and yes, hashtag save the Expanse because it, it's like my hard sci-fi fix right now. And you wouldn't want me to go cold turkey. Well, it's not good for anyone. So. You had to go a good while without any. And, you know. I know. I know. It, so it wouldn't want to go back to that. It was it was not nice. No, it was a, it was a dire decade. That's all I'm saying. It's a dire mm. decade. Uh, so that's us. Thank you once again for watching or listening. I was appreciate it. Keep watching TV, guys. Have you got any vanilla? <laughs>